Okay, good evening, everybody. What a zuchus, a privilege and a pleasure to be here. Learning together on this Thursday night, I would like to welcome everybody, a special welcome to some new, uh, some new friends, not new friends, old friends, new to the shir. Uh, we welcome everyone, a special guest merit to Israel, flew in just for the shir. Thank you. Please uh, continue uh, to eat while we are learning and grab more food and drink. I'd like to thank uh, the sponsors of tonight's shir, Yaakov and Penina Warman, who uh, generously sponsored the shir. Yaakov was back and I'm really giving this year just because he's here. Uh, he's been a, a big supporter of our efforts and our TNL. Thank you, Yaakov and Panina and Charlie and Mimi Gershbaum as well. Sponsored just, just because they love Torah and they love the shul and they love shurim. And the Baruch should bless both of you with continued parnasa to always be on the giving end. Be'ezus Hashem. The idea of a Toa Meha of tasting the foods on Shabbos have become increasingly, has become increasingly popular. If you look at Shabbatones, whether it's the school Shabbatones or big uh, retreats, conventions, events, on the schedule on Friday, it always says now, Toameh, on the Bar Mitzvah schedule. If you go to Bar Mitzvah, the program, you know, an hour before Shabbos, Toameh, this was not on invitations or on programs five years ago. It's become increasingly increasingly popular. And I want to discuss today, is this a real thing or is this another excuse to party and to eat, which we're good at, and that wouldn't necessarily be a problem, but is it, is it a real thing? The kids, uh, many people have approached me in the last week, and my kids always come while I'm cooking. They come to the kitchen and they want to eat the food, and the, the mother's yelling, no, don't uh, save it for Shabbos, and the kid remembers like something he learned when he was little, Tomeh, mommy, it's a mitzvah. Is that a, is that a real thing? Two years ago, someone approached me, and they said before the Friday night Karbach Minion, we should have a Tomeh. I'll sponsor the food. I'll sponsor drinks. We'll have l'chaims and we'll eat. Tomeh, Tomeh, Tomeh. And I said, hey, we could do it, but don't call it Tomeh. Call it a party. You want to have a party. You're going to call it a Tomeh. But maybe he was right. And I want to learn tonight where this comes from, what it's about. Is it something real? Is it something that we should be doing? And what can we take uh, what can we take uh, from it? So if you open up the, the booklet, it says on the bottom of page three, it's the first page. We all know that in Arab Shabbos, we're supposed to be preparing for Shabbos. The Gemara has many stories of Amoraim who, rather than spend the time learning, let's say, would involve themselves in preparing for Shabbos. The Gemara says, Rav Machach Resha, he would cut the head um, of the animal, he salted the fish himself. You have many instances, the Gemara has in Shulchanar, Paskins that way, that a person should involve themselves in preparing for Shabbos. Comes along the Magen of Ram. This is where it all starts in source number two. The Magen of Ram writes, Mitzvah litom hatavshilin. It's a mitzvah. Interesting word. Mitzvah. Not Indian, not minhag, not nice thing. Mitzvah to taste the, the dishes, the cooked foods. Vitzarich lito mikol tavshil of Shabbos. It's not enough to have one piece of, of schnitzel. Mitzvah mitzarich lito mikol tavshil of Shabbos. You should eat from every or taste from every item. Why? What's what, what's the simple shot? Why should you eat to taste the foods on Friday? Huh? To know if it's good. And if not, you fix it. You fix it. So in fact, the Moxer Vitri is a Rishon. The 
The Machzor Vitri was, I believe, was a Talmud of Rashi? Or the Rebbe of Rashi? I think a Talmud of Rashi? The Machzor Vitri, so we're talking about early Rishonim. He's quoting the Mus of Shon Esrei. We say, One who tastes it should merit life. He quotes a brisa called Toim Tavshil Erev Shabbos, Marichin Lo Yama Vishnosav. Anyone who tastes the food in Erev Shabbos has a long life. We don't have this brisa. It's not found. Ubi Yerushalmi, Mefarish Taima, the Yerushalmi quote gives the reason. Why? Why is it a mitzvah to eat the, the food in Erev Shabbos? Shlo Yichos Al Bnei Beso. You should get angry at your family. Mipnei Haktachas Tavshilo. Perhaps your wife or your husband, and we're not you know, getting into who's making the food. Your daughter, your son, maybe the, maybe the food doesn't taste good. They're going to get angry. I'm excited to eat Shabbos, and the food is, is not salty enough. It's too salty. It's burnt. So to avoid fights, to avoid machlokas, in fact, the Mishnah on the end of Masechus Gittin says that's one of the reasons uh, for, to, to justify divorce. If the, the food, what's shot in that Gemara? Not for now. Um, Baruch Hashem, this reason I don't think is relevant to anyone here. I don't think... Uh, the food not tasting good would be a reason to have kas, to have anger, but that's the reason given in the Machzor Vitri. Other Rishonim say what some of you had said, what? That was the for Right? That's what the Gemara brings up in Gittin, correct? Other Rishonim say it's for Kabbat Shabbos. If you look in Source 4, the Kolbo, he's also <laughs> quoting this line in Musaf, and on the bottom line in Source 4, he says, Kidei l'saknim kahogen, to make sure the food is proper, to make sure it's cooked well, the yiyu ne'chal on taiva. It should be eaten with the gishmak. You should enjoy the food on Shabbos. There's a mitzvah on Shabbos. You want to make sure it tastes good, which I think is in, in, intuitive. The Matimosha in source 5 adds in the bottom line, l'chvoda. The way to properly show kavod to Shabbos is to make sure you have uh, the table is set and the, the beds are made, the candle is lit, that there's the, the person takes a shower, gets dressed nicely and has proper food. The way to know that the food is proper is by tasting it so that you could do something for it. It's not just kavod Shabbos. The Archa Shulchan and the Arizal say that what happens when a person has a chash of guests come to their house? A person's making a, a, a feast for a prominent guest. So what are they doing? They're, they're, they're checking the food. They're checking to make sure it's okay. They're tasting a little bit. Make sure it's, it's proper. If a person is just making a lunch for themselves on a Tuesday afternoon, not as big of a deal, but says the Archa Shulchan in source 6, Vizeu in the middle of the line, Vizeu akol mi kavod ha-Shabbos. It's kavod Shabbos. Kimi shemechin nesatzmal adam gadol akabel panov. As someone who's preparing themselves to greet a great person, shetoim hatav shilin. He tastes the food. You want to make sure that Shabbos Queen, Shabbos Malkus is coming. We have Shabbos is coming. Make sure the food is done properly. That's the Arizal says that in Sorsev. We're not going to read inside also. And I think that's pretty intuitive. I think that's what most people would have said. It's Kavot Shabbos to make sure that the food uh, tastes good, is proper. So the way to do that is to, to taste it before Shabbos. Uh, so I'll, I'll skip ahead because Russell made this point. Thank you. Skip to source 14, the bottom of the next page. It's Likute Marich, who we've quoted oftentimes. He goes through many halachas and hagim. It's source 14, the bottom of the next page. Look three lines from the bottom. I have the arrow there. And we're going to go back to our sources. He says, Ach, Anan, 
Samchinan al hanoshim hamavashlim. Shehem toa minaf tafshilun saknam. My wife does the cooking. I don't do the cooking. So she tastes it if it's good. I'm not going near the kitchen. If I go near the food before it's done, forget about it. Okay? You're going to need to find a new rabbi. So we rely, we rely on the woman. We don't have to taste the food. The minhag of anshe maisa are like good people, chashver people. They taste from the, from the food. Why? And he says, There's a secret to this, and then we're going to develop that for a while in this year. So you're right. He's minimizing the whole thing. The person who's making the food should taste the food. If the whole reason is to make sure it tastes good, if you have no culinary expertise, you're going to ruin the food if you get involved. So then, yeah, it doesn't accomplish anything if you're going to taste it. Um, very good. Very good, Russell. The, the Mefarshim have different languages to, to talk about how important... This actually is, if you go to the top of that page, in source number eight, there's a beautiful sefer of Ashkenazi Minhagim called the Yosef Omates. Rabbi Yosef Yaska Nurligan, who lived in Germany in the late 1500s, he records many of the Ashkenazi German Hagim, and he writes, Mitzvah litom be'erev Shabbos mitavshile Shabbos imheimen misukanim umituvalim karoi. It's a mitzvah, a mitzvah, to taste the food in Erev Shabbos, to see if they're... Uh, they're, if it's cooked properly, if it's spiced well, the kasa marinu hahersh triush. I don't know who that is. Shahaya po chazan. He was the chazan. The perish at tefila shechiber al zachu. He said about this tefila sheish litom ha. What's the next word? Cholent. Yesh litom. He's writing the fifteen hundreds. Yesh litom at cholent erev Shabbos. Umitzvas asezu kiyamti bechol oz. Mitzvas ase. That's not just a mitzvah. That sounds like a delraisa. Kiyamti bechol oz means I kept with all my strength. That's the mitzvah. There are a lot of people who are very machmir on this, right? Very machmir on this. There are all the other parts of Shabbos, maybe not. In the footnotes, they point out in, in the next line Amira zu mitzvas ase ena nimtseis bixavyad. In the manuscripts, the word mitzvah wasn't, was it's a mitzvah? If anything, it's like a preparation for the covered Shabbos. Others minimize it even more. The Prima Godim has a very cryptic line. Take a look in source 10. The Prima Godim was a commentary on the Magan of Ram and the Taz. Often just writes sources. He just says, Simon this, Simon this, Simon this, and he leaves it to you either to know all of Shulchan Aruch by heart or to spend time looking it up. So I chose the latter. And in source number 10, look at this primogonim. Mashakas of Magan of Ram, mitzvah litom. That which the Magan of Ram writes is a mitzvah. Ayen simen reish mem tes. Ayen simen tov kuf samach zayin. Where is he sending you? So I looked. Reish mem tes, look at the Shulchan Aruch, source 11. Derech anche maisa lehisanos b'chol Erev Shabbos. That's not going to be a TNL. I don't think anyone's going to come. There's a mitzvah, the Anshe Maisa, the Chashu people fast every Erev Shabbos. Wait a second. So there's a mitzvah to eat the food, but the Shulchan Aruch says, there's a mitzvah to fast. He also sends you to Simon Tov Kuf Samach Zayin. That's Hochel's fast days. Look at those Shulchan Aruch Paskins on a fast day. Hashori Betainus, 
someone who's in a fast, Yachol Litom Kedei Revius, is allowed to taste a Revius, a small amount of food, Ubilvad Shayiflot. What's Shayiflot? Spit it out. On a fast day, you're allowed to taste food. What does that mean? Put the, put the, the chicken soup in your mouth. You can tell if it's uh, salty and spit it out. So the prima gadim is learning this whole idea of tasting the food on Shabbos. It's not eating. It's definitely not having a piece of potato kogol and poppers and chalent. It's taste. What does taste mean? Taste is a taste you're allowed to do on a fast day. That means you're spitting it out. It has to be, he says, because the Shulchan Aruch says, Anshe Maisa fast. So the only way to taste food and fast is to taste a little bit and spit it out. So he's throwing water on this whole, all these toamez. You're going to go to a, a, a convention. You go to the, the oh yeah, it'll be, everyone will be there spitting out that the takes away the whole, uh, the wine tasting, they do that. Yeah, they spit it into like a fancy silver. Uh. It was fascinating. The prima gaudim downplays all things. So then we have, we have two Two reasons why to downplay this whole thing. We have Russell Adler's point, which the Lakute Marich himself points out, which is that if you're not cooking the food, you're tasting it accomplishes nothing. And two, maybe the whole thing doesn't even mean eating it. It means tasting and spinning. If you want to go with the Prima Gaudim, you could go. That's fine. Although the, the, the woman here whose kids want to eat their food, you can pull out this Prima Gaudim and let them know you whole like the Prima Gaudim. But as we pointed out, the Lakute Marich and the Source 14, and this is what I want to really try to develop tonight, he says, on the bottom line, besides the simple reason, there's some secret. There's something to it. I think that line actually encapsulates what we've been doing here at Thursday Night Live for the last seven years, which is to try to take topics of things that we do or that people do and try to understand them on a, on a shot level, and also some of the deeper reasons to add meaning so that the meaningless becomes meaningful. If you remember, we started with Shalom Aleichem, and, and we did covering your eyes for, for Shema, and salt on the table, and Lechem Mishnah. Besides the simple explanation, the halachic explanation for all of these halachos, there's also sod. There's, there's deeper meaning. People are very focused on pshat, might roll their eyes, but when you understand the Sod, and you understand what Chazal, which, or the Rishonim, Achronim, were trying to do with these Minhagim, it's trying to infuse some meaning into some aspects of Yiddishkeit, to mitzvos, to Yom Tovim, to Tefil, to Shabbos, to everything. And I think that line, without even knowing what he's going to say, that line, I think, speaks a lot about what we've been trying to do. Besides Atama Pashud, Yesh Pazeh Gamkin Sod. So what's that, what's that Sod? Is there something to this beyond making sure the food tastes good? If it's just about the food tasting good, most of us, most of us are out. Most of us are out. You go to a catered event, it doesn't matter. If the food's good or not, you're, you're either going to be good or you're not. You don't have culinary expertise, tasting the food's not going to do anything for you. Sometimes the food's bought from the store. So tasting it, what does that, what does that even do? So what's, what's this, what's this soda? Is there meaning to it? So if you turn the page over, you see something I think very, very beautiful. The Mishnah Brura, the Chavetz Chaim, quotes a sefer which he quotes often called the Shulchan Shlomo. The Shulchan Shlomo was a Shlomo Zalman Mirkish, lived in the 1700s in, in Mir. He was a Rav in Mir. He wrote a, a sefer the Mishnah Brura quotes often called the Shulchan Shlomo. And he has a very cryptic line which the Mishnah Brura picks up on. 
where the arrow is in source 16, he says as follows. Mitzvah litom mikol tavshil be'erev Shabbos. There's a mitzvah that tastes from every item on Erev Shabbos. Upshita b'Shabbos. And it's pashut, it's obvious, on Shabbos too. The, the, having those two things in the same sentence, connecting the two, building one off of the other, seems to be off. Tasting the food on Erev Shabbos and eating the food on Shabbos really have nothing to do with each other. Eating the food on Shabbos is Onik Shabbos. It's a mitzvah. Onik Shabbos. Shalosudos. Onik Shabbos. Tasting the food on Erev Shabbos is making sure the food's okay. So why would you say there's a mitzvah to eat on Erev Shabbos and it's pasher then on Shabbos? Of, of course. But Mishnah Bura in Surah 17 is Sharetzir and that's the Mishnah Bura. He says that from this Shulchan Shlomo Mashma de etzem hati'ima he mitzvah. There's actually a mitzvah in tasting the food. Not just to know if it's ready. He says, Mitzvah litom mikol tavshil be'erev Shabbos, upshita b'Shabbos. It sounds like the same way there's a mitzvah on Shabbos, there's a mitzvah on Erev Shabbos. It's not just to know if the food is good, it's an independent mitzvah. What is that mitzvah? What mitzvah could there be to eat the food on Friday? I could even argue, you shouldn't eat the food on Friday. Why? You're going to be full. Why don't we eat matzah on our Pesach? So the, the, you can eat the matzah and it should be more tasty, more fresh, more gishmak. We eat the matzah of Teovon. So I can actually argue that it shouldn't, without the reason, or except for the reason of wanting to know if the food tastes good, I could argue it shouldn't be a mitzvah, it should be a problem to eat on Shabbos. You're going to eat 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Wait till you come home, you'll enjoy the food that much more if you're hungry. So what mitzvah is there? So believe it or not, Shmuel Kamenetsky, Shlita, the Rashiva in Philadelphia, Rabbi Luban's Rebbe, who's a halachic, I don't want to say halachic man, but he's a, he's a posek, as litvish as they come, he says as follows. Even, he says, first of all, by tasting one of the foods, it's a mitzvah. And he says, If you know the food is where it tastes good, every week the food tastes great. Adayin ika mitzvah b'tiim also. There's still a mitzvah. What mitzvah is there? What's the mitzvah? Hachana. What? Hachana. What's the hachana? How you preparing for Shabbos? The food's cooked. Yeah. What's the hachana? Make sure that it's done. It's cooked. It's delicious. It's excellent. You bought it at the, the best, the best caterer, the best caterer in the world. It's the only food you have. But the essence of Shabbos is to bring it in with you, so to continue. Continuation. Continuation. Didn't start yet. Yeah, but from the week into Shabbos. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. So now, so now, so now, 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 we're, now we're talking a little bit. Now we're talking a little bit. He says a little differently, and we're going to build on what you said in a minute. He says, if you take a look in the, the next little line, the middle line, the Chain Amar Mori Rabbi Shlitah, Rabbi Shmuel Kameski told me this is the Sefer of Kleiman who wrote the Sefer. The Inyan Teima Bear of Shabbos, any Karol Liros in Mesukon Yafe. It's not to see if the food is, is, is made well. We know the food's made well. Ela Mishum, Kavod Shabbos. Shebezeh Mare Chavivos Lamachal Shabbos. It shows how chashuv, how excited are you to eat? You can eat weekday food. Why don't you pop a pizza bagel in? Or have uh, whatever you're going to eat, I don't know. Why have you Shabbos food? 
Not just because it, it tastes better and it's fresh. It's, it's Shabbos. You're excited for Shabbos. You want, you want Shabbos. You're showing how chashuv Shabbos is by tasting some of the food. You can't wait. I can't wait. You know, it's like Hanukkah, that first day. The kids, are, they, want to open the, they want to open the presents already. Shabbos is coming. Covered Shabbos to taste the food. And he's... He's saying, wait for your birthday to open the present. But it's, yeah, so you're right. So you can only open the present once. The difference here is that you could eat some now and eat some later. So I would have argued like you. I, I would have argued like you. It's not special. But to show that Shabbos is so special, you, you, can't, you, you, you can't wait. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I, hear, I, I, don't, I, I can't say I can't see it wrong. His perspective is that no, if it's really special, then wait until wait until your birthday, wait until the anniversary, wait until wait until Shabbos. He's saying that to eat it shows how much you want to partake of it. But we're talking about that time. I mean, just a taste. It's not. A oh, full not a full boy. Yeah, not a full course meal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it's not just to know if it's good. If it's no, it's good. You take one bite. It's to show that special. And he writes over here, since it's not practically, thank you so much to eat the food. Rock meets up covered Shabbos. If it's for covered Shabbos, mistabra, it makes sense. You don't have to eat from every food. If it's not the food tastes good, so eat from every dish. If it's just to show that Shabbos is special, so have have a bite. Eat from one from one dish. You bought it from the, the store. If it's enough to taste, the food tastes good, you can fix it, it's already cooked. You can't do anything. But if it's to show that the food is special, so even if you buy it from the store, cookies, cake, stuff from the bakery. If you have a Shabbos drink, you have your uh, Shabbos uh, soda, you have your Shabbos uh, beer, so have some of that on our Shabbos, because again, you're showing how special the Shabbos is. It's for Kavod Shabbos, and, and Tzvi, I hear your point. I want to suggest a different reason. Yeah, except Kavod Shabbos really starts in our Shabbos. Right? So that, that's, that's what Tzvi's saying. But I'm going to argue... I'm going to argue in the next couple of minutes a, a different perspective. I'm going to argue a different perspective. We, what, what do we call Friday? Erev Shabbos. The word Erev comes from meaning Eve, not, not night. Erev means the, before. What, what word is the, where does the word Erev come from? So there's, a, there's a word, Ta'aruvos. What's Ta'aruvos? A mixture. A mixture. Why is Erev... From Taruvos. So I saw a beautiful idea in Source 20. He says that the word Erev comes from Taruvos, which means mixture, because Friday is actually a mixture of Chol and Kodesh. Some of the sanctity, the holiness of Shabbos, is already there in Erev Shabbos. Now, how do we know? Someone tell me a halacha that proves this. Mincha on Friday, we know say Nachdun. There's a discussion about Shir Malos, Al If a person was going to be having a Suda on Erev Shabbos, should you have a Suda on Erev Shabbos? It's a different conversation. 
Erev Shabbos already has some of the sanctity of Shabbos. He says, that's why in Kiddush, we say Yom Hashishi. Why do we say Yom Hashishi? Because Friday is this mixture of Chol and, and Kodesh. If that's true, perhaps there's a way to have Kedushas Shabbos already on Friday. And I'm going to argue now that you could have food that is infused with Kedusha Shabbos, and that food could have an impact on you already on Friday. How do I know this? There's a wild halacha, which we do not paskin like, but it's in Shulchan Arach, in the Pischei Tshuva. We know during nine days, we don't eat meat. Unless it's a siyam. Let me know if you're making a siyam. We gave a share on that once. You don't have meat during nine days. What often happens, let's say you have Tishabov is on Thursday night. You make all this food for Shabbos. What happens to that food? You're probably tossing most of it. You're not going to have leftovers one. The next leftovers is Friday. The Pischei Tshuva, which is a commentary on the page of the Shulchan Aruch, quotes the Birke Yosef. I have it here in Source 22. You can take a look at it later. Who says that there are those who are lenient, and please don't stop after this. Stop. You're going to walk it after this sentence. You're going to spread it. No backsies. The Birke Yosef says that leftover food from Shabbos can be eaten during the nine days. Now, the Pisgah Tshuva quotes Nobu Yehuda disagrees. Why? He has a great proof from a Gemara. The Gemara in Chulin, the Gemara in Chulin is talking about Basar Nechira, which is meat that wasn't shechted, which was allowed in the Midbar. And the Gemara says, when they got to Eretz Yisrael, that's when this Basar Nechira, a certain type of way it was, it was cut, it was, the animal was killed, not a regular shechita. When they got to Eretz Yisrael, that meat became Asr. The Gemara has the following suffix. Let's say you have meat that was generated by Nechira in the Midbar, and then they go into Eretz Yisrael, and they have that meat. Is that meat kosher or not kosher? When it was made, it was kosher, but now they're in Eretz Yisrael, and now the Isser of eating meat that's not shechted began. But the meat was made at a time of Heter. Is that mutter or not? That's the Gemara as a suffix. They were on Chul and Dafi Zayim. Rashi in that Gemara says, it's a nice question, but it's not relevant anymore because now all buster that's not shechted is treif. So he says, Drosh Rekib El It's a good exercise in, uh, in, our, in our brains. The Rush says, that's not true, Rashi. There is a practical difference. Anytime a person forbids himself makes an isser on himself not to eat something for a set amount of time, and it was made during that time, and now the time ends, is it mutter or is it not mutter? And the rush seems to be lenient in that question. So the Birka Yosef says, you have meat during the nine days is usser, but on Shabbos, it's mutter. That food is called Shabbos food. It has Kedusha Shabbos. So you're right, now it's Tuesday, but he says, but since the food is Shabbos food, again, we're, we're laughing. He says, in the, in the Pischei Tshuva, again, we don't pass like this, I can say, unfortunately, right? Unfortunately, we have huge meals. Uh, we'll make bar mitzvahs on, uh, on uh, Shavuosh, Shabbos, uh, Shabbos Chazon, right? We don't pass this way. No one disagrees. But you see that you got food. It's just food. 
It's, it could have, you could have a brisket on Thursday, you could have brisket on Friday night, but the brisket on Friday night is Shabbos food, and even on Monday, that's called Shabbos food. When you have leftovers, even if we don't go so far to Paskin to allow it during nine days, leftovers on Monday, it's not just it's Shabbos food. It's not just, it's not just, it's not just, it's not just deli, it's not just pastry with, with meat inside. It's deli roll, it's Shabbos stick. And Shabbos food, as we're going to see in a minute, has the ability to infuse in you a sense of Kedusha. Where do I know that from? I'm going to prove that from a random halacha. There's a Gemara in Sota. Turn the page, please. Look at this Gemara. One of the more perplexing Gemaras. Source 23. The Gemara asks, Mipnei ma nisave, probably the strangest question on the Gemara. And sure, we, you, you'll tell us how strange this Gemara is. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu, why was he so interested? Why did he have such a desire to go into Eretz Yisrael? It's a funny question. The mitzvah of Eretz Yisrael. It's Eretz Yisrael. That's what we've been, we've been striving for our whole lives. So what, how to answer that question, I, I leave to you. We'll talk about that another time. The Gemara asks, why did Moshe Rabbeinu want to go into Eretz Yisrael? V'chilecho mipuriah he wanted the delicious fruits. Is that why? For marzipan? That's why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to go to Eretz Yisrael? He wanted to be satiated from the good? Why, why do you want to go? It's like more answers. Moshe Rabbeinu said, There's certain mitzvahs they can only do in Eretz Yisrael. Truma, Meiser, and the like. I want to go into Eretz Yisrael for the mitzvahs. He did not go in we do not have Eretz Yisrael to eat the fruits and, and satiate from the good. What's the obvious kasha? You say in Alamichia recently? What do we say in Alamichia? We thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu Eretz, Chemda, Tova, Rechava, Sheratzisa, Vinchatla, Voseinu. This great land that you gave to, to our fathers. Why do we have this land? The same words. Le'achol mipirya, V'lispoa mituva. Think about that. The Gemara says, could it be that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to go in for the fruit? He wanted to go in to be satiated from... Moshe Rabbeinu wanted... That's why we have Eretz Yisrael. Yet, in Alamichia, which we say, this great, amazing land, the same language. The Torah quotes Rishonim, who didn't say it for this reason. That wasn't in. It's subject to a Machokas Rishonim. That's a tour in Source 24. In Source 25, the Beis Yosef asks a question. The Beis Yosef says, no, it's really because the next line says, the Lispomituva and the Lachomipriya is just to trigger a bracha. Okay, fine. But the Bach says something different. The Bach develops the idea that when the land has Kedusha, when the land has Kedusha, it takes that Kedusha and it, it pumps it into the food that grows in that land. Kedusha, somehow, some way, is, is, is nurtured from the land into that which is growing in the land. 
He says in the bottom line of Source 26, it's very beautiful. He's talking about Psukim in Bamidbar, which talks about not to, to be Metami the land. He says, Al Kain Necha, Sha'anu Machnisim the Bracha Zuv, and Ochamit Priyav Nispami Tuva, Ki Baachilas Perosea, Anu Nizonim Mikidushas Hashkina, Umi Taharasa. When we eat the fruit, we are actually gaining sustenance from its, the Kedusha, the Shechina, and its purity. The fruit. So we're saying, yeah, is not just to eat a delicious orange, it's to eat it and to be infused with the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. You can taste it in the fruit if we're spiritually sensitive enough. So I think if the land, the kedusha of, of, of land can infuse the food with the kedusha of that land. I like to suggest that the kedusha of zman can infuse into that which was made for that zman with the same kedusha. So food that was made for Shabbos, it's a different food. It's Shabbos food. It has the Onik Shabbos, the covered Shabbos, the Kedusha of Shabbos in that food. It has a different feel to it. When a person eats that on Friday, they're already experiencing Shabbos. And Friday is Shabbos. It's Arab Shabbos. Lashon Taruvo, Shemashishi, Vayachul Hashemayim Varetz. So it's not just the covered Shabbos. Whatever Shabbos means to you, the, the, the Menucha of Shabbos, the clarity of Shabbos, the sanctity of Shabbos, the oneg of Shabbos, by eating the food, and we know that food could be, have Kedusha in it, so much so that maybe you could even eat it during the nine days, so much so that it has the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. you eat that food and you're bringing into yourself some of that Kedusha and oneg of Shabbos. So yes, if it's just because you want to eat and fill up your belly, I would say the story of the Kutzka Rebbe now, but Michi might throw a beer bottle at me. Um, <laughs> You wouldn't throw it at me. You would. You, would. <laughs> you have to know: is it really? Is it really the shame shemayim? A lot of people are. You're gonna can eat. It's because yeah, I'm hungry and it, it's good. And I'm not saying that's the reason not to eat the food. But if we if we if we really think about it, yes, there's covered Shabbos. There's chavivus of Shabbos. Sweet question on the side. Maybe it shows how excited we are. It's just just a little taste. Just a little taste. I I can't wait. That's show. There's anticipation building up. Okay, maybe hold your horses, but. I'm, I'm so excited, but maybe it's even more. Maybe it's that we could already have some of Shabbos on Arab Shabbos. Yeah, for, I, I would suggest if you're going to have Tomah, so already be dressed for Shabbos. If, you, you know, if you're still wearing your, your work clothes before you went into the shower, you just uh, you know, jumped out of wherever, so then yeah, it's hard to say that I'm infusing myself with the Kedusha of Shabbos. The person gets dressed for Shabbos, they're going to take a shower, they shave, they're ready for Shabbos, it's covered Shabbos, they come, come down, maybe there's some Karbach music playing to get a person to the mood. And now I want to have, ah, I want to have some Shabbos ready. I could already have the Kedusha of Shabbos in me. Then Toameh, yeah, Toameh Chaim Zachu. We could have, uh, have more Shabbos, just like this Tosefa Shabbos. We could infuse in ourselves some of this Kedusha sanctity, clarity of Shabbos in a very beautiful, a very beautiful way. We should be Zochah, we should be Zochah, Toameh Chaim Zachu. As the Machzor Vitri said, a person will be zochet to have a long life. A person has We should get together. I would invite you to my house tomorrow for toameh.
because so much leftovers is left. And we should all be blessed with the Shabbos, an Arab Shabbos with the Kedush of Shabbos, and a Shabbos with the Kedush of Shabbos. Thank you.